0: We might have to get into this one quick, Chris, because as we're watching the movie just now and they're in the last section, Danita was just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about this movie. There's so much wrong with it. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And the mic is hot now, so the audio is going. (sighs) mic is I can't wait. I can already tell this is one I need PJ on. I should have did this with PJ. We're going (laughs) to find out what happened. No, Chris, yeah, everything's set up, ready to go. Let's go and hit him with that.
1: Let's hit him with that funky theme music
0: yes sir and it's black history month so you get to hear the drums motherfucker stay tuned going on everybody i'm brent
2: chris
1: anita
0: and this is the home video hustle we do at christopher hustle motherfucking hustle and you know what it's black history month baby it's officially in there now last time we recorded it was still technically january but now we fully in this bitch and i was like you know what we did one of the most influential black exploitation movies last time i was like let's do one of the early hip-hop movies let's time let's jump a decade and go from the 70s to the 80s episode 336 we gonna talk about beach street chris had you seen this before have we made you watch this
1: before um <laughs> no but i have seen pieces in like mm. passing
0: Oh, okay i might say it had to be planned at some point
1: yeah because I, I remember a certain christmas part i've seen before
0: oh i guess we'll get to it as i go and that was always one of my favorite parts in this movie's favorite sequences because there is a plot here but it's a lot of just random hip-hop shit oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the best so let's get on into it. B Street came out in 1984, one hour and 45 minutes long. How much y'all think B Street cost to make? Mm. I will say it was produced by Harry Belafonte. He was one of the producers on this, so I'll just say that. A dollar. S- since Wrong! we're in h- in the millions. It is in the millions. Mm. I'll give you a hint, another one, since I'm nice. I'm in a good mood since we're watching hip-hop movies. It's close to double digits.
1: Eight mil. Wrong!
0: You want to give a real answer, Anita? 8.5. <laughs> <Wrong>! 9.5 <laughs> 9.5 million <was> dollars
1: <laughs> I honestly was thinking 9 but I thought that was too on the nose
0: nah you see you shoulda got, got to go for your gut man but here's one well, how much you think it made you think it made money think people went to go see Beach Street did this come out first or did Breaking come out first so funny story with that I'm gonna go ahead and get it out the way now <laughs> this movie was in production before Breaking the uh Canon group found out about it and rushed Breaking into production and finished it faster and released it first. So technically, Breaking did get released first and became the bigger hit because of it. And Beat Street is like, Beat Street, I would say, Breaking is loved by like people like me and Joey and everybody, like bad movies and hip-hop movies. Beat Street is loved by hip-hop fans. I'll say that. I can say, I can say that. <laughs> so yeah, B, uh, Beat Street technically came out after Breaking.
1: 12 mil? 12.
0: Wrong! I made more than that.
1: Mm. 20
0: 20 Wrong! less than that
1: 17
0: 17. Wrong! less than that i' <laughs> gonna get one more shot you? 11 11. 16.6 million dollars
2: that should have got me closer but not right so i don't know why i even brought it up you
0: gotta just you gotta just go for it you uh, gotta go for it man go with uh, your guts oh, yeah See, I, I was close i just you were. overshot it. Do me a favor, Chris, real quick. Turn your volume down on your end just a tad bit. I can hear a little bit of echo and popping off. I can't be having no fuck-ups now since I was on Mario's episode telling them about technical difficulties. I, I would yeah. all kind of Giving John a hard time. I didn't give John a hard time. You
2: did. You know how he... Feels about his mic message. I'm up. just
0: like, look, man. I know you want the, the, the best issues. possible version of your show. I'm just trying to help you, mm-hmm. pointing it out, letting you know. Had to had to point out you needed the crispiness. That's right. You need to. You needed to be crispy when on the microphone. <laughs> Crispy. I seen that face she just made. She liked it.
2: I do. I was See, look. the other day. I was thinking the other day. I was like, oh, that's a complete tangent.
0: Let's go. Oh, uh, you know
2: how we do I was like thinking. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I fell in love with your voice before I like fell in love with you.
0: Well, you heard me before you saw me.
2: Yeah, I know. And I was like thinking about it because I would listen to you on Mario's podcast. All the time. I listened to like maybe one or two episodes of the Home Video Hustle before we started talking, and I was like, and she eh. still
0: talked to
3: me, folks.
2: And then. <laughs> (laughs) And then when you would go on Mario's shows, when I was like, why is he popping up on this show so much? You like had like the longest stint on their show. Sorry. And then I was like, (laughs) Oh, I think I like probably fell in love with your voice before I actually like fell in love with you. It's That's probably because on
0: it. Mario's show, I'm not as wild either. So yeah. It also helps. I'm not like, pussy, pussy,
3: pussy, ho, ho, fuck yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were fun. a
2: lot tamer at that time, too.
0: I, oh, tamer? I yeah. think I'm more tame now, I feel like. No, that's what I'm saying. When you
2: were on Mario's show, you were tamer. Oh, you talk about that. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. You talk about the latest then. Yeah. Think. Oh, they talk about like in the early days when no, I pop no, up on no. there. Like, oh, because it was not.
2: Nah, because you were only on like one or two episodes earlier.
0: You know, Chris, I think the first episode you ever was on was the first time we did Superfly. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, Chris technically been around for a while. <laughs> yes. Just not steady no. like he is now. Yeah.
1: Just in the just in the background and as a fan be it listening
0: and you were actually there with us in person when we did Superfly too that, yeah that, I think that was the first time I was going hmm
2: and you guys had your little solo episode what'd you do oh so we did uh, squad. Suicide
0: Squad 2018 or nine? what year was that that was yeah, 20 because it came out I think during the pandemic I think actually
1: yeah, I think the, that weird. was a, that was the Suicide
0: Squad. Yeah,
1: it came out it came out into 2019, so it was like right there when pandemic started.
0: Oh, okay. So I remember we watched it on Max. I think at home. I remember. Yeah,
1: 21. Damn, that was oh,
0: 21. Okay. Speaking of numbers, what y'all think this got on IMDb? Is something point five? Six point five. Four point five. Chris, Anita, six point five. Four thousand two hundred and fifty six <laughs> votes. What do you think the critics on IMDb thought about this movie? Out of 100% accumulatively.
1: I had to think it was probably a retread of uh, Breaking because it came out f- before it. But So I would say 56, maybe?
0: 56. Wrong! Very slightly higher.
1: 57.
0: <sighs> Damn it, You P.J. did. 57% yeah.
1: I was there, but not there.
0: You almost. It's just below Rotten with the critics. But what about the audience?
1: The audience probably bumped it up a lot. So I'm going to say 69. Give me one more time. I'm
0: going to say. Wrong! About you, you Anita. 60. 60? Wrong! Both of you are too low. Oh. It's way higher than the critics. 72. Whoa, I heard 72. Would you say, Chris? 78. Both of you are still too low. Wrong!
1: What? Ooh.
0: Eighty-three percent from the audience. It
1: was getting fucked up by the hip hop. I'm telling you, underestimated how
0: much. This is a this like breaking. It's not crazy. It's not as big a cult movie, but it is a cult movie.
1: And yeah, I underestimated how much it was getting bumped up. Oh yeah,
0: eighty-three percent. It's directed by Stan Lathan, who honestly I don't think he did a lot of movies. He did a lot of producing. I know he worked with like um he works with almost. I think no, I'm not even almost. I think. Every Dave Chappelle stand-up is directed by Stan Lathan. I'm pretty damn sure.
2: Does PJ watch
0: this movie? PJ, me and PJ used to watch this all the time.
2: I, we need to make an attempt to call him later because I want to. I want to hear his thoughts.
0: And it's starring Guy Davis, Ray Don Chong, Robert Taylor, Jean Chardier. Mary Alice and Sandra Santiago, and there's a lot of hip-hop people. I'm just going to name drop them as we talk about it, because that would make this shit go a lot longer.
2: The yeah. girl, the main girl, she was in Color Purple. I know who she is now. Ray Don Chong. Ray Don yeah. Chong's yeah.
0: in a lot of movies. <laughs> she's the Of all the people I just named outside of the rappers, she's the star of this movie, because even on the DVD cover, she's the big face on the front of the DVD because <laughs> that's who everybody knows. Most of these other motherfuckers are not even really actors. So, you know, fun fact about her, with her last name being Chong, she's related to somebody famous. Want to take a crack at who's her dad? I have no idea. I don't know anyone. So Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. That's her daddy. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Fun facts. Foe that ass. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna bother asking Anita. Chris, how does this movie start?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it start. It's
0: <laughs> it starts with something. Like, <sighs> titles for one. Yeah, titles. My brain doesn't want to focus Isn't
2: on. like dancing or something? There's <laughs> a
0: lot of dancing going on. But not, yeah. the, the first real thing you get introduced to is some of your main characters. You get Lee is the little brother. Kenny's the older brother. And Kenny yeah. is about to go out with his friend Charlie out to with just a bando party, I guess. And there's like a better term for a little house party at a bando. I mean, abandoned house, if you don't know what a bando yeah, is. Folks. Abandoned I forgot we got white listeners. But he's about to go out and do his thing. Kenny's a DJ. And his little brother's a breaker, break dancer. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going with you, Kenny. Anita, I, mm. I think this is her favorite actor in the whole movie because she every time he says something, she just made a like grimace. Guy That's Davis, because he's like, you can't go with me. What if I meet a female? And this, I remember when she uh, said that he said that line. I think she I just says same
1: way about about Kenny, about Kenny. You did. <laughs>
2: He just he, he did not get his there. lines out to sound like a normal human being. I was like, can you talk like you were talking to someone, like you talk to other human beings on a daily basis? I don't understand why you were struggling. With-. And then his brother even made fun of him in the movie. Like yeah. I was like, what? He's like going
0: female on? or some
2: shit. Like <laughs> going to be a female.
0: You know, there'll the, be no female. female. You know, he ain't. Of course, like I said, he's not an actor. Actor like that. He ain't really done a lot of movies, but Chris, we have seen him before.
1: That name sounds familiar. I just don't, can't it.
0: I don't it. think the motherfucker had no lines. But he was one of the bartenders in Death by Temptation. <laughs> in the background could. with no lines. They m- must have agreed with him needed <laughs> But yeah, he's about to go down there and he tells his little brother, you can't come with me because you're going to interrupt me getting some of the pushers, so you can't go.
2: Go do your homework. If he was that same level of awkward. I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about. It. I get to hit some buttons this week, and I can't wait. Uh, he has a friend named Raymond, Ramo, and he's a graffiti artist. Mm-hmm. And he's out there taking pictures of a uh, tag or a tag, a train that he tagged. And if you don't know what that means, a tag is when they do all the artwork on the side of the train. That is graffiti art, baby. Mm-hmm. So he's out doing that. And then you get to the Bando party. Kenny's on the one, it's the twos, and you may be wondering how are they having a party in a Bando. Well, we have some. I guess, apprentice electronic engineers, apparently, because they go out there and they actually take a cable from the top of that building across to the electrical pole and they use that to get electricity into the bando so they can <laughs> get their lights and everything, on which is a real thing people did. Now, I'm not even fucking around. Like, it's, it's probably like, oh. super simple to do back then. That's the only thing. As you see how New York looks in this movie... You got to kind of be ingenuity, master all kind of shit to get a lot of things right here. It's fucked up out there. It's not New York. It's the Bronx. I'm sorry. That's right. He even says that. It ain't New York. It's the Bronx. It's the Bronx. So they out there doing that shit. But Because, I mean, that's how hip hop even started. The whole reason that hip hop really became a thing is because when the blackouts happened in New York, and I think the late 70s, motherfuckers started looting stores. And what did they all loot? They looted a lot of music equipment, namely the turntables. And from there, people played around with it. uh, Black ingenuity through thievery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. But it's it's a blackout. You can't can't see no
0: black. When it's a blackout, the blacks is out. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I can say it. I can say it. Y'all can't. For real. But legitimately, it's because of those blackouts and people still in turntables. And you had Grand Wizard Theodore (laughs) that pretty much invented the scratch. And -hmm. from then, we just moved on forward with different shit shout out to Ingenuity. But they got the party going, Kenny on the ones and twos. And of course, little brother sneaks in. You know he was going to be there. And he mugs the shit out of him too because the brother kind of gives him a look like, hey, man, look, I told you I was going to be here. And he's just looking like, you motherfucker.
2: And your mama told you to you stay your ass in the house too.
0: Very true. Told you to do your homework. Because that's the other reason he was saying, not nah, other just the females. Not nah, other than that. But he also said, if I take you with me, then I got to come back home at a certain time. And I might not want to be back home at a certain time. Been there before. And then you get the first music. Cause Like I said, it's a lot of musical interludes. The first musical interlude is a group called Us Girls. And they can boogie, too. And they get them a song in. Because these are pretty much the whole movie is just a showcase for graffiti artists and break dancers and rappers. It's funny because hip-hop for a long time was looked at as a passing fad or a joke. And that's why when these they did these movies, they did The Break-In. Well, The break was the canon group. I'm not going to count that. But like Wild Style and Beat Street and all that, it was a showcase to get everybody out there because the radio stations, even in 1984, wasn't really playing hip-hop. MTV wasn't showing hip-hop videos. Not until Young know, TV Raps came out in 1989, 1988. It was a while before they really started showing us some love. So That's why Hillary, Harry, Bel- yeah. Harry Belafonte put his money toward the movie and was like, let's get the black culture out on the motherfucking screen, get some young people some money and some shine. And that's basically oh, yeah. what you're doing for most of this movie. And that's what the Us girls are doing right now. They were cute. Us girls can mm. buggy too, who?
2: That reminds me of if you ever <laughs> we ever have like a family thing. My my aunt, Lisa, and my oh, aunt like Tanya. They love yeah. <laughs> they love doing their little like high school, middle school dance routines that they made to certain songs, and they'll like start doing them and like trying to re it that they reminded me of them like doing that in the
0: kitchen. It was mm-hmm. cute. I always, that's one thing when I watch these movies I always wonder I'm just like damn that's somebody grandma now <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I did it this time too I'm just like oh, all these people are somebody's grandparents now maybe even great grandparents hell I don't even fucking know how people are but because it's funny because we'll talk I'll get into it more when we talk about the breakers but there was a scene where a they're having a break dance battle on the subways and Anita was just like, oh my God, they're really like dancing out here. And I'm like, my dad has told me many stories where that shit, like he, he was out there doing shit like that.
2: <laughs> yep. I just, I can't. Was, oh,
0: we'll, was... oh, we'll get there. Like I said, I wish dad, I wish this is one we should deal with dad dad <laughs> have to probably told you a lot of stories. But... Yeah, man. He, Us girls do their song. And then once he goes to another beat and they get off the stage, they start hearing like a little like somebody drumming. So they go down to the basement to check out what's popping. And it's a homie down there just like, I guess, playing along with the music on his own drumming and shit. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm looking for my heart. I he said his name was Tito Rez. He's like, yo, they have been gone for a minute. He's like, the landlord. Per- I think it said did, the landlord purposely set fire to the motherfucking building for insurance or some shit, and then ran everybody out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, damn, uh, well, shit, y'all got some food, like, cause he mm-hmm. just came back home from the army. You know, they don't show the troops no fucking support. Him back wait, in nineteen eighty four, year to meet up with them. Yeah, and I finally got here and can't get no love, so they let him go up there and get some food. He up there chilling, but then the Bronx Bombers, Chris breakdance crew because Lee is part of a, the bro, little brother little brothers part of a group called the uh, B Street Breakers. Yeah. And their rivals are the Bronx Bombers, played by the Rocksteady crew an actual real life fucking breakdance crew. They actually did an album too that music and everything. But it's where you get the first bit of beef. And they have their first breakdance battle. It's going to be a lot of like quick talks in this episode because you can't really explain like how they're doing the kick flips and shit too much. You just got to see it, folks. Right. Where is the beef? The who you side were you on? I know Anita says she would like the Bronx Bombers because they had a girl on their squad. Yeah. (laughs) Or the Rocksteady crew.
1: I like that they
2: had, even though she did absolutely nothing. (laughs) Uh, Ah, I like that they had a girl. Like they were like, she's a part of the She's the
0: diversity hire.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Affirmative action.
0: There you go. Chris, who you? The the light-skinned dude was on. He was putting in work. The light-skinned dude? Which one, Chris? (laughs) um, (laughs) There's a lot of Puerto Ricans and shit. uh, Crazy Legs. so oh, yeah. yeah i'm about to say he's the, i even told her when he was watching the movie oh i she remembered that too i draw oh, crazy legs she oh, i see you girl i read are oh, you reading about it oh you're reading true no, i
2: read it on the screen oh they
0: did shorter They're names at the out. end i got you
2: and they were like crazy legs when he was dancing
0: yeah now nah, that's the dude in real life chris if you recall you know we used to play as this guy in a video game you remember what video game that was mm. you were playing the shit out of it not too long ago last year what hip hop, Chris? What hip hop game did you play? <laughs> She's only like one, bro. That you have to think about it. You were fighting, and you were in New York. Oh, oh, oh um, <laughs> Streets of Rage. Oh my motherfucking god! He didn't oh. just say Streets of Rage.
1: Damn. damn.
0: There was a lot of Def Jam music playing, Chris.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> Def Jam fight for New York. Oh, damn. I he said Streets of Rage. <laughs> my brain went somewhere
0: else as soon as you said that. Uh, Yes, in Def Jam Fight for New York, old video game from like 2004. You just bunch of rappers just fighting each other. They actually put crazy legs in there. But yeah, I don't yeah.
1: know why they went south with it with Def Jam Icon. It's such a fucking cash grab. It, just, it <sighs>
0: didn't make no they, sense. They just tried to change it up too. You can't don't don't fuck with it if it's working. Don't fuck with it. Man. Right. Uh, but it sounds like you're a fan of the Bronx Bombers too. So both of you like the Rock Crew, which I mean makes sense because that's an actual fucking breakdance group. Uh. I mean, just, I mean, and they got like you said, they got crazy legs. So that's like a cheat code anyway. Uh. Yeah, pretty much. Chris, tell me about spit, and oh, I don't mean that in a dirty been... way.
1: Spit has been, uh, it's a dude that's been drawn. I just thought about it's, that too.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. All right, sorry, Chris. Tell me, tell me about that spit. So
1: it's, it's this dude that's been drawing over, he's been drawing over, um, all of, uh, he's been Ramon's
0: tagging graffiti. Chris. I'm sorry.
1: He's been tagging all over, Ramon, all over Ramon's graffiti.
0: Now, everybody, not even just Ramon, because the first time he they introduced Spit, he's like, yo, that was, I forget the dude's name. He's like, that was his best burner. So it's air he getting everybody and it ain't just Ramos.
1: Which is disrespectful as shit, just tagging Man. over everybody else's shit.
0: Especially as you see later in the movie when they showed you how long it takes to do them damn things and he just drawing his name over their shit. So
1: yeah, I don't I don't blame Ramon later for what happened later. Him him running after him later.
0: Yeah, he fucked himself though, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. That's the next morning, though, Kenny and uh, Lee having breakfast with their mama. And uh, he's sitting there just freestyling, and Mama drove some. She, remember her bars she threw at him?
2: Oh, I literally just read it. You better eat your eggs before I break your legs. That was good. <laughs> I, I gave it to her. It was solid.
0: Eat your legs before I break your legs. <laughs> bars. That's a good one. <laughs> but the that hum- was the
2: best writing in this movie. Damn. Damn <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's just giving her hand out like a motherfucker, ain't she? That's why I said, I can't wait to talk really? about this one. Ah, uh, but the homie Charlie. He got like, Charlie, like, I don't know. That's his manager. Like, business homie is what I was calling him in my notes for a little while. I didn't get his name for a minute. Because his name is spelled weird too. It's Charlie, but it's spelled like C H O L L I E. Like, Charlie, Chorley. Chorley. I never got his name, so good, good, good. good you forgetting that. You know, and well, we have subtitles on, but you know what it sound like, Chris? It sound like they just like verbally heard Van Dam and Street Fighter say Charlie and tried to spell it out the way Van Damme said it. So it's like, Charlie, that's what it sounds like he got now he's going to go go kick in bison's ass
3: so hard hard
0: (laughs) i would we we already did street fire i got getting needed to watch the homie Chorley comes by and tells me we got tickets to the roxy and that's a big deal that's for like the big club hip-hop all that good shit and your man's just trying to be master dj out here so it's a foot in the door we're going to the roxy the Roxy. so they're going to meet up with rainbow though and his dad is out there right now. This is where I'm gonna let Anita Tars talk, talking about some of this movie now because I can't wait to hear her perspective on it. But Raymo's dad is out, or no, actually, Raymo's dad's not outside. He's up at a window. Raymo comes outside and he's throwing his motherfucking spray cans at him. You're not a real man. Go get a job, motherfucker. All this type of shit. Make your kid legitimate. <laughs> yes, there you go. I forgot about that line. Mm. I have a feeling that Anita is on the dad's side here, folks.
2: Go get a job, you little lady. I'm not opposed to anyone pursuing your passions. Pursue your passions. That is, you should. But if you decided to go ahead and lay down and have a kid. It's over. It's over. Like, take care of your kid. Your passions come second.
0: Your life is not your own. No. You now you have the child.
2: Ridiculous. The more you
0: know. His
2: oh, dad oh, is oh, 100% oh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, he's, we'll come back to that. We're going to circle the black on that. But right now, we got the Roxy and motherfucking Africa Bambata and the Soul Sonic Force up there with Jazzy Janner doing a song called Frantic Situation. No wine, yeah. Oh, you know I'm going to do it this week, folks. I don't give a
3: fuck.
0: Add that to my hip-hop playlist because that wasn't there. I used to play the shit out of this soundtrack when I was younger I can't I remember when I found it at the record store because I I, for a long time I couldn't find the Wild Style soundtrack but then they got re-released in like a 25th anniversary edition got it Beat Street album couldn't find it nowhere motherfucking Goodwill got it it. (laughs) breaking I got the fucking vinyl that they re-released on uh, record store day got it like I'm got getting it. It, almost all the ones I wanted now I got But this was the one This was the one of the hardest ones to come across And it was two fucking volumes So it was like you had to find two of them But yeah no it's, I got it though But now I got the motherfucking YouTube shit on my phone So I technically don't even need the CD no more But guess what I got it though my I five. got it got it And it need to be re-released on vinyl though. I would rebuy it no on vinyl She's shaking her head at me and I don't care
1: <laughs> like, like the money, though.
0: <laughs> Beach Street. All right, oh, there we go. All right, but yeah, they're at the Roxy. Soul Sonic Forces up there on stage, and we get the honest to God, this is probably <clears throat> it, when I was younger. It definitely was my favorite scene in the movie. Honestly, it's probably still my favorite scene in the movie. You get the uh, Beach Street Breakers and the Bronx Rockers, and they battling, Chris battle. How you feel about this battle? Who you think won?
1: Next to the other guys, because uh, because Crazy Legs is going fucking ham in there.
0: He did the move at the end where he was doing the spins. It looked, it almost looked like he's doing it so fast, it's like the camera, it starts, the frame rate starts to look kind of weird. And he's like, why he's spinning? He takes his shoes off, off. And he does uh, the pose yeah, with the shoes. Cool. That was it's, it.
1: It's probably, it's probably one of those things where they just didn't have updated cameras yet. Like, like how with Bruce Lee. Uh, mm. He's going so fast the cameras couldn't keep up with it.
0: That. That's right. It is yeah, it's a similar thing here. I think where it's just like you could tell it, looked, it started looking weird when he was spinning. But I agree. Like I said, even though I know Lee and his crew is supposed to be the good guy Mad characters, this is the fight. It's the fucking Rocksteady crew. You're not going to beat crazy legs. Nope, not at all. Yeah. The little <laughs> Lee was really good though. He was. He's very good.
1: Mm-hmm. It he was not no slow no slouch.
0: Nah, he was doing good. Because there are, I uh, admittedly there were a couple cats that were just doing like the pop locking and you know doing the like robot and shit. And you had a couple of people out there that just did like a quick little move and then went away. It was like, you contributed nothing, sir. <laughs> Good day, sir. Crazy Legs over there like, now I got to do more because y'all ain't do shit. But again, yeah, no, it's, it's easily them. But I forgot to mention this. Ray Don Chong is introduced in, because there's a whole scene where everybody's getting ready to go to the Roxy and Ray Don Chong's character, Tracy, she's putting on her. Was that shit lip gloss? Was I don't know what that shit is called on the lips. Is it just lip gloss?
2: Oh yeah, she's putting like lipstick on.
0: Oh okay, there you go. It was like that's two weeks in a row. I was like, I don't know makeup. I had to ask questions <laughs> about two different things now. Uh, I don't wear the shit, but she's getting ready <laughs> and they're getting ready and they all meet up in there and there's this real awkward ass scene. And to tell me about it because Tracy's walking. And Kenny likes, he eyes her, so he starts walking beside her. Doesn't speak to her, he just walks beside her and keeps looking at her. breathing
2: on her neck when he's like (laughs) walking behind her. I'm like, if you don't back up off me.
0: (laughs) I love it. So, So, admittedly,
1: it became creeper shit though, so. You say that again? It's where creep, creeper, before creeper shit became known as creeper
0: shit, it was, it was even when we were younger. Me and Cameron watched this and laugh at how fucking awkward he was. Like, why don't you say hi? i like, why are you just staring at her? <laughs> Weird shit. Would you have said hi, Prince? I would have. Like, if I was, if I had the fucking courage to go up next to her and like look at her and should, I'd at least be like, hey, how you doing? My name's Brent. <laughs> I have done things like this before. I have too. Exactly. I've seen you. So. <laughs> Oh, I get to hit my button with this next note. Oh, hell yeah. So, like I was saying, <clears throat> Tracy is there, and your boy Kenny was trying to holler at her. And he's up in the DJ booth after the uh, B-Boy battle. And he sees Tracy, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then she walks over to Lee, and she he just sees Lee Go We hear it, He don't hear it. But she's over there like, hey, you're a great dancer. You know, hey, you should. we should holler at me sometime and hands him a card. And it wouldn't, you know, phone number and all that. And your boy Kenny just up there watching.
1: That salty nigga
0: anthem. Salty as a motherfucker. I don't even vibe. think
2: he was salty at this point. I got the vibe. I got the salty. vibe And he was like, oh, he's talking to. Like, I didn't get that vibe at all.
0: I got it vividly. No, I think you're you're too nah nah, nah son. After, Chris, what you think?
1: Like after uh, after watch after watching a little bit later into what, what's going on with him, kind of feels like it, it was probably the started the salty nigga. Anthem. No,
2: Thank you, Chris. find the scene, please.
1: Find it. Boy.
0: Yes. Oh, I said we can't. Ain't gonna. It's no audio, so it's just be for us. I'm telling you, cause he the way he looked at, I know that look. I seen that look. I probably given that salty it, nigga look. No, it probably it, didn't it, it look
1: probably right. was fifty-fifty. He's like, damn, she want not talk to she want to talk to me, but
0: I'm, I'm he telling my, you, he, bro. he was sitting there trying to holler at her, smiling at her, and everything, and then he see his brother down there getting the number.
1: He looked
2: happy for him the whole time, and nah, unless I completely nah, misread that. Nah, which I don't. Me,
0: I gotta find that scene now. Hold on.
1: There was a sm- there was a smirk at the very end of it where he's just like, "Oh, they, 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 all, though.
0: they all cut off right after near the end of the uh, breakdance." Oh, all right, fuck it. Worst case scenario. Where the hell is the damn voodoo? I just pulled a movie up so she can see it. I, don't know. I need. I need. Oh
1: yeah, I watched this on Pluto.
0: How was them ad breaks?
1: <laughs> they weren't horrible. She
0: did Tubi, like, man. Tubi has better ad spots. I didn't. I didn't see it on
1: Tubi. I just saw the first oh, one. Really? They came up with Pluto, was Pluto, and then Amazon Prime.
0: Oh, I thought I, saw, I could have swore last time. All right, here we go. Here. Hey. Hi, I'm Tracy Cox from City Com. What's your name? Hello, how are you doing? You're a wonderful breaker. You like it I like
3: you a lot. Here, give you me your phone number. That nigga saw No.
2: Look. it was not
3: salty he was salty he was like
2: what he got someone's number like that's it didn't
0: get that far. dale dale if you're listening you gotta be the deciding factors i know you watched the movie tell me how not even if he's tell me how salty he was because we know he's salty
1: i feel like it was a split there because he was like 50 percent of his salty but then at the, i but he had that smile going on at the at the end like Mm, at, least, at, least my, at least my little brother got something.
0: If it had been any other girl but her, he might not have been Saudi. He was Saudi, it was her. And that's why he's going to act Saudi the whole rest of this damn movie with her, damn near. I'm telling you, somebody that watched this movie, hit us up on Twitter or Patreon, wherever the fuck. Mike Bagford, if you watch Beach Street, tell me on Patreon how Saudi he is. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't believe it. I know Saudi. All right, uh, what the fuck happened next? Where am I even in my nose? Oh, oh, it's your boy, Spit. He just, they see he covered somebody else's tags. Or he tagged somebody else's burner and shit. So, Spit being an asshole once again. disrespect
3: on that shit. We're going to
0: disrespect.
3: What?
4: (laughs) Yeah, that was almost
0: perfectly timed. Are you going to do it? Let's get it.
3: What? T. What? I. What? S. What? R. What?
1: E. What? S. What? P. What? E what C-, C what T what disrespect? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, uh, you want to talk disrespect? This disrespectful shit that rocked rock in the Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh
0: yeah, people ain't happy about that shit.
1: That's some that was some disrespectful shit. You ain't cool. Everybody.
0: Oh Chris, we might I might have found a way to make him her a motherfucking wrestling fan.
1: Oh yeah, I love
2: Bianca. Yeah,
0: yeah i I'm in.
2: Just, It's fine. <laughs> she's, she's very cute.
0: I love it. I love Yaki Chris. Is like yeah, she's fine. <laughs> he my man. Now they got a show on Hulu called uh, with the love in WWE with her and Montez.
1: I was thinking about watching that too because Montez Ford is that dude too. There you go. Yeah,
2: we w- started watching it last night. We watched two yeah. and a half, two and a half.
0: Yeah, two and a half episodes. Yeah. So I I found a way.
2: Cause... I liked her. You might you might look if we go watch wrestling. I need her to be there because
1: most likely will be. Yaki Belair has been been the shit since she started and also uh montez Ford and uh, angelo dawkins the street profits they've been the shit since nxt when they started
0: years ago now mm-hmm. so yeah we got her in chris <laughs> <laughs> hey we got some
1: classic cl-
0: shows uh, early of uh, some nxt with, with the street profits did she want to watch it, I have no problem. Yeah. <laughs> we got her in, and then they got Vince man the fuck out. Out. <laughs> I
1: ain't even going to go into it.
0: What's up? That's
1: why the rock pulled that disrespectful shit last night. What? <laughs> <laughs> disrespect.
0: <laughs> oh, here's some disrespect for you. Actually, it actually goes into this next scene pretty well. Because she gave homie the number because, I'm going to just explain this a little bit now. Tracy is... Would what would you call it? She's like a, a a composer. That's maybe the yeah. word I'm looking for. Uh, and she has a show uh, that she's putting what's on. The composer. Yeah. Kansas City College. There you go. It's doing big things out here. As you'll mm-hmm. see later on in the show or the movie. But uh, yeah, she's like, hey man, you know you're good. I got a dance crew and we got a show coming up. We, we love it. It's how you come through and your man's just hype because he's like, yo, I'm gonna be in a show. I'm gonna be hype. All right, cool. And they go down there and he breaks for him a little bit. And they even film it on camera. And but then. Shoe drops on his ass. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we pretty much done rehearsing for the show. It's coming up soon, so you won't be in the show. But, you know, and you can come fuck with us a little bit. You know, you're not a student either. It's for students only. I mean, but, you know, you cool, though. And he's like, oh, he, you know, he just dis- you can tell he's disappointed, Be trying to be cool. But he's like, oh, no, no, it's cool, man. You know, just can I at least see the tape before we go? And they're mm-hmm. like, nah, nah, you can't see that tape, bro. He thought, because he thinking he going to be on TV and shit. He's like, Nah. So big kidding. bro said,
1: "Fuck that shit, though."
0: Tell me about it, Chris.
1: Big bro said, "Fuck this shit, y'all over here trying to be some some racist ass motherfuckers over here. Don't gonna let, ain't gonna let him do his shit. Fuck that." So him him and uh, Ramon snatch the tape out the fucking thing and just take it with them. He's yeah, like the, uh, the main dude just like to hey, let him take it, let him take it.
0: Yeah, he's like, well, don't even bother trying to fight these motherfuckers. Just go on, let him mm-hmm. do it.
1: I don't think she gave him that vibe at all that she
2: was going to do something magnificent for him. But I think it is weird for them to have
0: taped him
2: and not. like Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, if you, were, if you were like, oh, you know, I saw this great dancer and I wanted you guys to see this and be inspired by this because you guys are all dancers and I asked him to come perform for you. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be mm-hmm. cute. But yeah. to just record
0: him, this is weird. That was, that was weird. weird. I, always, I always agree with Kenny and this. I don't agree with Kenny a lot in this movie. But I do agree mm-hmm. to hearing this scene, like that's some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that was some that
1: was some dumb ass shit. She I don't know why she thought why she thought it was something like that wasn't going to go down. I
0: think mean, she thought she was but cute, she invited so him up there. Was, well, that's the thing. Like I was saying, if Kenny hadn't been there, if, if Lee had just went by herself, like I said, he was like, Oh, it's cool, you know, it's all right. Like it'd have been saucy nigga for Lee. <clears throat> that's true. Nah, I ain't gonna hit because Lee wasn't I don't think he was super, it was his brother that was like yeah. again if if he if he had
1: gone up Leah had gone up there by himself he, he'd
0: have been salty Nick
1: Anthem going, leaving out there like it's cool, it's cool
0: it's cool, it's cool. I'm alright man don't worry about it <laughs> I tell you about some salty shit though I'm gonna let Nita talk about this anything with Rainbow she gonna talk about Ugh. <laughs> he going over to his baby mama house please tell me about this Nita
2: so he goes over to the house
0: and <laughs> waste no time
2: and the the girl she's so sweet she seems like an adorable sweet girl she's like so excited I'm to in. see him and so he asks to see the his baby, yeah. And they go into the room, and the grandma, her mom, is like holding the baby or whatever. And she sees him; her eyes roll instantly.
0: Instant mood change.
2: Great instincts.
1: Uh, and then I, like my, my ancient nigga eyes just w- rolled up, rolled in.
2: Basically just
0: disgusted about your presence.
2: Like, why are you even here to bro- drop off a shirt? Have you paid? You know, for food. Have you done anything for this baby other than bringing him a funny looking shirt?
0: I can't remember what she said exactly, but it was, but Carmen was like, "Hey, your father's here," and she's like, "Since when?" Or something. Like that, <laughs> yeah. Your mom
2: said. Yeah. No, she was on point, and this little girl is like so blinded by love that mm-hmm.
1: she's like all in on him. No, I stop mean, being a drop dead. He's doing ten percent more than most dads that that are uh, ain't, ain't even around in that era though. So.
3: No, oh, holy, Stopping. wait a minute.
2: <laughs> he's actually Show, around. Showing up is not enough. I'm sorry to raise a kid, that's not enough. Uh, no,
1: should he, should he have got should he be at the point where he needs to get a job? Yes, yes, but is he but is he showing up more than like most of the fathers I mean, out there we have active?
2: context, that we don't have any context of how much he's actually showing up, but based on the grandma's reaction i don't think it's very often and the way he's running these streets trying to graffiti on trains i don't think it's very often you see
0: how long he's down there doing so
2: i, I, dropped, no, I tried I it's dropped. not it's not <laughs> enough chris don't make you don't have to make excuses for him it's okay for us to call people out on their drop dead daddiness drop but yeah so then he daddiness. gets mad when the grandma's calling calling him out on being a drop dead, and then runs out of the apartment. And then what does he do? Run to his dad's after that?
0: No, actually, you skipped a big chunk of what's going to come later. Because she's, like you said, she's super oh, nice. Oh, yeah. You want, you and
2: she's like, basically like, get us out of here. Take, like,
0: take, take us away. Us.
2: Yeah. And how was he going to do that?
0: With what job and what income? I, I think that's her nice way of saying, like, hey, uh, take us out of here, please. Do what you got to do. Do what you need to do. Get us the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. and we'll talk a little bit later about uh. what the fuck happens there tracy comes by uh kenny and lee's house looking for lee and mama opens up the door and is like you sure you're not looking for his brother <laughs> yeah you look too old to be looking for lee yeah and that's why was like well i want to talk to him too and she's like all right well you can go on in there and he's doing his little thing making what the fuck would i say he's doing <laughs> he's Cause he's not really—he's mixing like barely. He's scratching a little bit, but he's like using the cowbell and like he's a Saturday Night Live fan and shit. And he's got a cowbell
2: making
1: beats essentially. <laughs> Is
2: that what it would be? He's
0: recording it on a tape, so yeah. I guess he's making beats. But he's like using live instruments it, and shit. Too. It
1: reminds yeah. me of how the the mini game they were doing on Spider Man with um Ooh. with uh, Uncle Aaron with uh, his do try to use the sounds of New York to make beats and shit.
0: Damn, did they take that from Beat Street? Because I didn't even think about that. in you're right. Because it was even raindrops, remember? Like in yeah. this movie. Damn, mm-hmm. somebody somebody on the Spider-Man team was a fan of Beach Street, apparently. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about
1: that. I'm pretty sure uh, all of the, the, uh, the whoever was wor- working on the Miles Morales side was, because there was a lot of graffiti in there, too, and shit. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a big thing in there, too. That's right. Because the girlfriend was doing graffiti and shit. Mm-hmm. So now, oh, yeah. So Spider-Man down with Beach Street. I, I didn't even think about that.
2: That I mean, it's New York.
0: That's true, and I, the Bronx, the Bronx. It's not New York. He was Bar- in Harlem. I say, yeah, Miles is Miles in Harlem. Was in Harlem, I think. He out there with Cameron. He got computers, Putin and shit. That's out to Cameron. But yeah, there's they in there, you know, having a little moment together. She's like, oh, let me hear what you're doing, and he's like, oh, you know, I piece these like Chris says, piece and different sounds there. She's like, you know, that ain't too different from what I do. And he's like, oh yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, maybe you come around sometime. And he's like, oh right, yeah, but he, he finally nicens up, up to it. There you go. She's like, I got synthesizers, all kind of shit. Come by the school or whatever. So then he softens a little bit because at first he ain't trying to fuck with her. But then they kind of even up and he's like, all right. He's like,
2: oh, you can help me? Mm-hmm. Now I'm interested. Now I want to talk to you. That's cute. I could This be, is a very you can be healthy used. level of attraction going on right now.
0: Well, he's nice to her because uh-huh. he's like, I can tell you where Lee is at. I know where Lee is at. Mm -hmm. oh, but here's the here's another one of those lines that Anita didn't like or just the way he said it anyway. He's like, I could take you to leave, but it might be a little bit dangerous. (laughs) That's dangerous.
2: <laughs> well he says it first and then they do the whole like bonding over the composing thing. Yeah. And then when they like conversation runs out, then he's like, he's still up for something dangerous. He says it in the same tone again and still i'm like some
0: dangerous down on
2: this. You Darkwing Duck did it so better.
0: He did, he did. He did
2: Chris. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> he did it so much better. I'm just
0: trying to see if I can get that line isolated for Yoda.
1: Tell me about it. I got all these sounds in my head and I can't get them on tape. I haven't got the right equipment.
4: We should come down to school. We've got great equipment. I can introduce you to the guy who runs the studio.
1: Really? You'd really do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you still feel like being dangerous?
0: There you go. You still feel like being dangerous? So corny. Let's get dangerous. Too corny for you, huh?
2: He sounds
0: awkward and like. I'm telling you, he just sounds like
2: he's never had a normal conversation with anyone.
0: <laughs> ever. So he's not Who's your favorite actor? No. Okay. He doesn't know how to use them. Words. I can barely speak. Them. No, that's... <laughs> 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 but they they meet up with Rainbow. He down in the subway and he's telling him, hey, watch out for that third rail. You mean that motherfucking third rail's a doozy. We'll, we'll tell you more about that later on. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course... The homie is mad because they go down there to his burner and motherfucking spits. Then tagged over Rainbow's burner. God damn
2: it, bah, spit. Bah, bah.
0: Again, we'll come back to spit later on. But first... The homies is going out to go do their thing. They're like, "Yo, you coming with me?" He's like, "Nah, we gonna go out and do something else." So he goes out with Tracy, and they're strangers in a strange world. Girl. When you started singing that, I had no idea that that was this.
2: Like, I was like, "Why is he singing this?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's the song in the scene." You
0: know why? <laughs>
3: it's because they're strangers <laughs> in a strange, <laughs> a strange world. world. It was just so with the
2: <laughs> speed of this relationship of them going to the house, like kind of like getting over their little bit of animosity. With each other, then them going in the alley for like or the subway for like two seconds, and then yeah. all of a sudden now they're running through the streets of New York in love, and I'm like, what? What just happened? Love this can is...
0: happen quickly, also <laughs>
2: like... awesome
0: because they're
3: strangers <laughs> in a strange, strange world. <laughs> you kind of
0: I have to do it now, so they got to get the con for the reference. <laughs> I just want to hear that part, though.
4: It's one of the
0: few times New York actually looks nice in this movie. Like probably because they're not in the Bronx. They're in, they're in, like the they're season, in yeah, yeah, they're downtown.
4: Oh no, go back. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got to hear it. I don't think this song's on that soundtrack.
4: There. Yeah. In a strange
0: world
3: a world love you? mystery sisters,
0: i don't want to hear you son? talking i just want to hear some all right so yeah they're out there falling in love with one another and she asked him like hey you know do you have any other brothers she's like "Oh, i used to have an older brother she's like oh yeah what happened to him like he dead he died he was
2: in these streets
0: yeah he was in a gang out here and you know a lot of people got whacked and he was one of them and he's like so you know all the gangs is gone now but it's like yeah you know that's why i try to make sure my brother i out here in these streets out there breaking but they go to the burning spirit which is cool herc's place shout out to cool herc because just like those blackouts in new york without cool herc you may not have a lot of hip-hop you got today folks central calf baby he used to throw parties out there and it became a big thing but like, oh man you gonna cool her's party i mean i don't think he had a, a fucking club like the burning spear in this movie he just had like different little almost basically what they did in the beginning with the bando parties they weren't bandos but he would have parties like that
2: wasn't he in the yeah. netflix <laughs> episode too yes yeah
0: yes he was so shout out to cool her big 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 part of early hip-hop history so, shout out to you, sir. Now, you're gonna get somebody else here soon. Is that actually him? That's actually her. Oh, okay. That's hey. the, that was the thing that this movie had on Beat Street. And this is one of the reasons why hip hop fans, like cult movie fans, love breaking hip hop fans love Beat Street because this movie had everybody, like all the, when well, I hear about A lot of early hip hop do. You got your Melly Mel and Furious Five, you got Cool um, Herc, you got the Treacherous Theory about to be in the next scene. And you just got all the real hip hop people in this movie because it's the made by black people. But no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad the Spear. Kenny's doing basically an audition for her to try and be his like main DJ. So he's up there on the tables, and you get which in my younger days was my second favorite scene in this movie: the Treacherous Three doing the Christmas rap. I
1: remember, uh, yes. oh, yeah, I remember seeing this. This is your
0: favorite scene. Oh shit!
1: Because I remember seeing this beforehand. I think it was like a you may have showed it to me as a vi- as a video or something.
0: Probably. <laughs> I used to watch this a lot back in the day. No, no, legitimately. Like I said, the. I I say back then, still to this day, it hasn't changed. My favorite scenes are the Roxy battle that we saw or talked about earlier, and then this scene are still my two favorite scenes in this whole entire movie. And fun fact. I I, don't know if you need to know. I don't know if you know, Chris. You might know, though, but the guy rapping at Santa Claus is Kumo D. Oh,
2: that's all in the credits. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's Kumo D. Well, I mean, he's one of the treacherous three bars. And... uh. (laughs) That is most well-known probably nowadays for being the guy that beefed with LL Cool J for fucking years. Him and LL Cool J went back and forth. Another fun fact. Mama Said Knock You Out is a diss record towards Kumo D. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not just mainly Kumo D, but a lot of people. A lot, there's a, Most people always say, oh man, Kumo D got crushed by LL Cool J. Kumo D actually has some hits in that motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. That's why they went back and forth for so long. Kumo D has a song called Death Blow and there's a post section I always laugh at where he's like talking about di- breaking down different words for LL. And he's like, laxadaisical, lazy, loser. Like, just every fucking negative word for L that you can think of, he just throws it. It's the fucking best. I love that song. Because Kumo D was like, always throw like big words, intelligent type shit in the lyrics. So he just would go crazy on it. But then LO J, that's the thing. Sometimes Kumo D had the better bars, LO J had the better hits. And that's why they remember Mama said, Knock You Out and not Death Blow. I remember Death Blow. Yeah. Another fun fact Chris will like this one. The song, Let's Go which was a diss towards LL Cool J, plays at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Mm. Why? I have no fucking idea. I'm pretty sure it's Part 5, but I remember watching that for the first time and I heard, want me to get him? Well, I got him. Like, I was like, why the fuck so is, that, is Kumo D playing? Is
1: that uh, the um? it was Freddy's dead, the final nightmare?
0: That one, honestly, God, if it was that one, it would make sense because that whole movie is them, like, killing Freddy. I swear it's Part 5, Chris, <laughs> it's the one before that, which makes it no sense. I'm looking it up now. It's part five. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But But yeah, I don't know why that song is in that movie. It makes no sense.
1: I've seen I've seen after three
0: and I've seen the rest of them all like once. Part five is hilariously bad. It's one of those types of movies. But here, just so Anita, you know about Freddy Krueger. You know the whole horror scary, like camera to his death is scared. So
1: tell me, how do you feel? After all that horror shit,
0: this song plays, not this part, but in a beat drop.
3: Well, you just saw so a Freddy Krueger kill
0: bunch of niggas. You scared, pissing yourself, and then you hear this.
2: I get it. Well, really? Him, I got him. Like he got him.
0: I, mean, I got guess that's just such a weird song choice, though, to me. And, and he's also, like I said, he's dissing LO Cool J. The first comment says, This is the best diss song ever. Young people just don't know about it. Now you do, young people. If you don't know, now you know. Well, here, here with Anita, because Anita's the most unbiased opinion we can have with this type of shit. I'm going to play Death Blow a little bit for you, and then I'm going to play something else. <laughs> Tell me who you think. You would listen to more. That's the death blow came out after Mama said, Knock You Out. I just thought about that. Let's go is the one that he was responding to with um, Mama said, Knock You Out. So this is after Mama said, Knock You Out. So do you know Mama said, Knock You Out? Yeah. I don't gotta play that. This came out after that. So tell me, tell tell come me about back. the I'm comeback. Rock my peers, putting the suckers in fear. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Time to settle the score <laughs> till the break of dawn. Another dumb move <laughs> This time is over, boy This is me and you, head to head so, let's, let's go yeah. Here we go, beat out round two Heads up, punk, cause it all comes down to Me and you, face to face Head to head, mic to mic I like the week, gotcha said beat, nitro, lyrics, weak Say good night, Joe Star Trek, shade, man, cut the joke Let's get serious and go for broke You still gotta lock on my jock like a pitbull Sit still, before you pull it off Mr. Pitiful, here's the mouthwash, G. Your breath smells like my jock strap, C-A-U-M-E. You're riding me, T-O-D-D, Junior M-O-D. Stop biting, chewing, swallowing. Who in the hell told you that you could do what you was doing? Raise up, son, I need jock relief. Here's a toothpick, now get my jock out your teeth. You swallowed it, yeah, Finish. burp. Now let a real man go. Work. Cause I'ma whip you like your daddy, beat you like a baby Sick you like a dog, droppin' lyrics with rabies Cut you like a knife, cause you're nothing but hype you slice and dice and knife twice for life I'ma treat you like a of punk, change your clothes Put you on the street with your jinglin' hoes Keep talking about me and I'll keep pippin' Just bring me that money and take this last whippin' How can one man be so dumb? You're tryin' to come off and don't know how to come You're young, you dumb, and quick as a tongue You're high-strung bum, come and get dumb I'll beat you with the death blow Yes,
0: sir. So putting those songs Sorry, together. Sorry,
2: you
3: play my house, knock you out.
0: That's play any, oh, need... any... oh, hold on. Someone, let me. I just want to hear that the LL part for you, real quick. Cool. Oh, is that the most replayed? Hold on.
3: Bring you back from
0: Whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, it's right here. Here you go.
3: No life, lose a life like Luna, lack the days ago, list, list Luna, take lifeless, live it like miss Lusty, lyrics like this Little League, lock, lost the liar, label ledger, left the left, a liar, low, lateral learning, lax, language, latent, lurking, language, language, local, logo, light, laboring, limited, loco. Now LL the laughing stock, cause I lit that to the last. I watch you. Always love that I part. like
2: it so far because it's not <laughs> subtle. Like, no. it's very clear, which I really like. Because usually sometimes on diss tracks, they be trying to be like, oh, I'm going to put one line in mm-hmm. or like make it subtle. Like, I like that he is clearly like, no, I'm responding to.
0: And the best part in this. You can hear it in that part two You did the like, L, 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 L That's actually yeah. LL's voice too. Like, he even put him in the shit.
3: <laughs> I love it. Now, here's Mama you out. Okay. Come on, man. And with
0: the and you said he was even making fun of the video, too, James.
3: Yeah,
2: no, I caught on to that, too. Like, I caught on to that. And the, the little jiggle, your jiggle girl. Jiggling
3: like Yeah. Listen to the bass go boom explosion.
0: No. I will say, on to one thing you just said, because LO Cool J was responding to multiple people, not just Kumo D, so it's not as yeah, targeted.
2: I as think Blow. I have to go with the Kumo D just because oh. I like that it's like, very a, clear.
0: L I'm DT. not by myself no nah. more. I am always in the minority when I say I think Death blows a better disc than Mama Sinaki. People
2: yeah. are like, what? It is a better diss as a whole Because it's very clear on who he's talking to It's very clear that he's responding to his video Like there's no if, ands Or buts about it Like he's mm-hmm. calling him out
0: here, you, here, I guess Just for a quick little bonus Here's the start of it all right here when we First one had A song called How You Like Me Now How, how You Like me now? Me, now, me, now, me
3: now
0: And just think Death Blow, all the ones I just played for you was like 99, this is like 1985 our thing, 85. This might be 87 even. I think it's 85. 80. I always go because, like I told you, I go to that's probably 85. <laughs> but that's how long these motherfuckers was going back and forth,
3: bro. I throw my tape on, <laughs> then I watch you three seconds, seconds later, later, and I got gotcha. you shaking your head, dancing instead of sitting. Oh, need nodding nod in the cool D. D just like a home run, slamming like a slam dunk, ride the wave. James Brown gay funk it happened to James like it happened to me How you think it feel to see another, another MC get paid Using my rap style and I'm playing the background Meanwhile I ain't with that you can't forget that You took my style I'm, I'm taking, taking it back coming, coming back like Return of the Jedi Sucker MCs in the place that said I could only rock rhyme And only rock crowds but never rock records How you like me now? That's my
0: shit. I like this song. See, I, I made a Kumo D fan out of Anita. Hey, that's what's up. Like I said, Kumo D don't get a lot of love, and he should, cause like I said, but he was around since damn near the beginning. Hell, when I mean, he was beefing with, like Busy B. If you go way the fuck back, but you always like Kumo D. That's always a dude everybody like to talk shit about just cause they don't LL. I like
2: LL too.
0: I do. I fucking love LL Cool J. But I like. Yeah. Oh, I should have played you that one. Damn. There's one where he sampled James Bond. <laughs> I go to work. All right. But back to this motherfucking movie real quick. Oh, we were just talking about *Treacherous* three. Yeah, they do the Christmas rap. I'm gonna just go ahead and play the shit. <laughs> Since I've already been playing all this.
3: All you hip hop shit. Oh oh
0: oh.
3: Ho ho ho.
0: Open up your door. I'm Santa Claus, and guess what, y'all? I got something to show.
3: I came to bring some Christmas spirit. I got, got a big bag now. Guess what's in it? Something for the rich and something for the uh, So oh, Merry Christmas, Christmas and ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Merry Christmas. My <laughs> foot. I'm gonna tell you what Santa really put under my so-called tree but in reality it look like nothing, nothing but a decorated pole to me man you talk about a tree it makes me wonder cause I never had a tree to put anything under if I ever did look up and get a tree there was, was never, never anything, anything under, under it for me man y'all should be glad that I didn't quit cause I'm, I'm getting, getting too old for this Santa Claus shit Clause. y'all think I'm getting presents made for free I gotta pay and them man. and ain't nobody paying me you big fat whale you yeah. might as well quit cause I can name a hundred presents that I didn't get and if I did Get a present and be a hand-me-down. Yo, I got this for Christmas, now nah, how that sounds. It sounds good to me, cause I'm about to freeze. You want to see something? Look at the bottom of these. Me and my brothers can't go out at the same time, cause Ooh, the, the coke that's, coat that's theirs is the coke that's mine. Man, I know one thing, y'all better get off my neck and wait till you get your welfare check. Go on down to the office and stand on the line. Better hurry yeah, up. see I got, I got, mine. got mine. Jingle, jangle, jingle for the pole. A Y'all can kiss to my mistletoe. Oh,
0: that's that's Kumo right there.
3: Oh, oh, oh.
0: I'm letting it ride. I'm good for it.
3: That's why the presents keep getting mixed up. Cause you have to hear, you keep, keep fucking, fucking up. <laughs> and now I know why, cause you're always drunk. Instead of G.I. Joe, you send me this junk. That ain't a G.I. Joe, that's a G.I. jerk. With a kung fu grip that, th- that don't even work. work. So all I did was just put them away, cause my G.I. Joe look G.I. gay. That's so why you don't get presents now, cause you're just in crazy. G.I. Joe's gay, what difference does it make? he's just a doll ain't too much you can do if you ask me boy I ain't too sure about you listen Blodo, with your big fat suit next time say no don't send no substitute because I asked you for a beatbox and you know boy what I got coming. Dougie fresh you know that kid from down the block
0: Dougie it's crazy he look older in this movie than he do now <laughs> <laughs> difference a haircut does for you folks it does
3: more well, facts, we must admit Dougie Fresh is good and made a perfect fit He's the only reason why we weren't totally mad Without Dougie, our Christmas would've been really sad We'll sing Silent Night and Jingle Bells And all those Christmas rhymes Cause nobody gives a shit about the rain and hard times You just jingle and jangle and hang out with the folk And when you get your up and shit, you might rain magnificent force and head on out the door and leave these party people singing jingle jangle there
0: you go treacherous three probably their biggest song oh what would they be? it's either body rock or feel the heartbeat i think might be, maybe maybe this body rock might be I think, I don't know. Y'all tell me which one y'all think is the biggest hit. I think it might be Body but It might be Feel the Heartbeat. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But, after all that, though. Oh, well, Kenny and Tracy, they have a little slow dance, too. So, you know, the, the love has continued. That was
2: a cute scene. Oh, was it? Slow dancing. It okay. Was. I
0: not know if you like that or not. What was cute about how? What makes that cute? I don't know. The they one? just,
2: it was like, I love that it just was like, great. It was like there was music playing, but they were both really quiet. They yeah. seemed to actually, that was the first time I was like, oh, they seem like they like staring so, at each other. At each
0: yeah yeah there you go just staring at each other's eyes she put the little hand slowly around him and all that shit love
4: <laughs>
0: or as Keisha Cole would say
4: love na, na, na. <laughs> I knew, oh, do it Chris I found.
0: <laughs> better I than know. I would've done it oh man oh but um after this once again, I refer this to Anita. Ramo goes to see his dad at work. Let's go.
2: <laughs> he goes to see his dad and asks if his baby mama and son can move into their place, to his dad's and mom's place. I have and no bed like, for them. I don't have a room for them. And then he's like, oh, well, they can stay in my room. And he's like, are you married? And he's like, is that what it's going to take, basically, is to let us move into your home for free with I- my baby mama and child for us to be married? It's like... No. And I love that he was like, no, but why are you laying down and having a baby with someone and not marrying them and then not taking care of them? Like you should want to marry her on your own, not because your dad is like, well, if you marry her, then she can move into our home.
0: This is wild. It is absolutely ridiculous, and, and this is why I th- it was actually this scene in particular when she went into uproar about this. I was like, oh, I cannot wait until she sees She's how this movie backwards ends. Ass he
2: is such a little <laughs> piece of shit. They're like, no, was, get I, your life together.
0: I was so excited to see for her to see how this movie ended. <laughs> like, it's not, okay, I'm still excited to get to it now. But yeah, so drama going on with that. But we get to the Roxy auditions because, like I said, uh, they want to try and get in at the Roxy too. Even though he's doing with cool Herc, he's like, you know, the Roxy is. I think bigger, so we're going to try them too. And you get a little bunch of, like like I told it was like proto-American Idol is what it reminded me of. (laughs) You had the chick down there, you had the fake Simon in the middle, and you had the black dude on the side that didn't talk much. Like it was Mm -hmm. American Idol before American Idol. And all the people they showed, the only ones really of significance, there's a group called The System, where it's the black dude and it's like the white dude going hard, just smashing the same four buttons on the motherfucking keyboards and everything. Are either one of you familiar with the system? No. Song called Don't no. Disturb This Groove. That sound familiar at all?
1: No. Really? I thought... If I heard that, I probably do enough. Yeah. I'm going
0: to play it and see if y'all recognize it or not. I fucking love that song, but let's see. Is this it? Yes. It's probably a big one. Hmm. Nothing yet? Yes, I do recognize it. Ah, okay, I got one. I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit. Oh, ooh, that was almost perfect.
3: Pay attention. How you listening? Been you my favorite girl. let
0: oh, Okay. She don't know this one.
3: I'm in
0: another world. Yeah, this is my motherfucking on all the people, for I recognize so. it
1: because yo, how uh old school uh or old school uh R&B hip hop uh Oh, yeah. In, they did play. in Ohio,
0: shout out Magic uh what is it now? It ain't 98.9 no more. I know that. No, it's not. <laughs> 95.5. 955. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I was like I said, they're the, they're the group of the most significance that they show up there. But eventually, the homie ends up going up there and talking to the fake Simon. And it's like, hey, you know, I know you had all these auditions up here, but I got somebody even better for you. And he's like, my fucking auditions are over. He's like, I know, but I got cool Herc's main man. He's like, cool Herc, huh? He's like, he's like, already right, bringing me. He's like, nah come to the burning spirits or yeah burning spirits tomorrow night and he's like all right and he walks away like whew, like shit i ain't think that's actually gonna work <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah that worked yeah and then i'm gonna go ahead and i need to get that button queued up again because kenny uh-huh. goes to visit does it yeah he goes to visit old girly and, her, and of course you know she's working on her uh what do you call it her show coming up and she sees her hugging i don't know what i think i he must be a uh, producer engineer of some sort for the music I
1: think he's probably a professor or something since it's his college
0: yeah but he owned all the the music equipment that dude was using so i I don't know if he's like the sound engineers he's something with the sound probably sound Mm -hmm. guy we'll just say that and she's hugging him she's got like the arms up around him like this and he's like hugging around her waist and of course kenny sees that shit from afar and then (laughs) we (laughs) cue ass though we cue that in. She you can't tell me he ain't salty. No, he solid. was
2: salty. This is the first salty moment here for me.
0: For her, thank you. All I about to say, please Carol, hard. Right, this is number two. <laughs> <laughs> Dale will give me the final answer. On and that.
2: then he like runs out the door.
0: Doesn't speak to her, doesn't even go look at her. He just immediately commences to run. The there. drama. Like, you mm-hmm. hugging that old nigga. I don't like it. <laughs> Chris, how would you react to in this scene? <laughs>
1: Like, you hugging on him, that you don't to be your
2: daddy. My <laughs> daddy, you hugging my daddy. My <laughs> it was not a very professional hug. It really I will wasn't. Say that. It was a little
0: it really I was wasn't. like, oh. I, I, I was like,
2: oh, are they in a relationship and she's like keeping him on the side? Like, I really did
0: think that too. So I can understand if he felt that way. I can't remember if when he, because I know when she did him, she did like the thing where she reached up over his head or whatever. But I can't remember if he did like, the, like, the, like this over her waist or if it was like this with the hands. I can't remember. Because if it's like this with the hands, that's when it's like, all right, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The, ones around the, waist. the ones around the waist like this, you, mm-hmm. but the one I'm like, nah. No, um, no not,
2: it was not a very weird coworker hug.
0: It was a little inappropriate. So I guess ju- it's saltiness, but it's justifiable saltiness. Justified saltiness. saltiness. Mm-hmm. There we go. Take
2: that. I would have just made my presence known, but who am I?
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, he has something. Yeah. But he just leaves, so that's his way of dealing with that. And, Anita, again, I refer to you because we're talking about Raymo, but Raymo done went and got a motherfucking job. Finally. Tell me about it. What is he, a custodian? It looks like he's like, he had a broom in
2: his hand. Oh,
1: no, it was a custodian job, yeah. Yeah,
2: he's a custodian, and then this is when he meets with the guys at the abandoned building, right?
0: The band, though. Yeah, he's telling Yeah, he, he's
2: like, oh, I wanna... Because um, the guy's like, oh, I set myself up here. It looks nice, right? The little army guy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it looks cool. Like, you kind of figured it out. And then he's like, well, I wonder if I could like turn upstairs into a place for me and... What's her name?
0: Uh, Carmen. Carmen.
2: And then so... I think they kind of make fun of him at first, they, don't they? They do. They do. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then... Montage of them fixing up the floor and they hook up the Getting water, a mattress they and hook up the
0: electric. Yeah, they find a mattress and a couch from outside.
2: Yeah, I don't want to live in an abandoned building with no real locks or doors with my infant child. And that's
0: Well not you got the army dude there. You always got protection, but no, from the
2: army. That is not a safe place <laughs> for them to live. It's not. At all. And at any at point, at
0: the fucking city could come in there and be like, uh, and hey. Kick you out. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here? Was that squatting? Is that what that's called? Yeah. Are go.
2: they going to have hot water? You can't live somewhere safely without hot he water. He said that they
0: did point out they had, they specifically said hot water. Oh, okay. Because they, they had water, because there's a scene where he's like tra- fucking with the pipes and water starts Okay. Out. So they had hot water and electricity and a bed <laughs> and a couch. I mean, oh, and she said, oh, and this could be the baby's crib. And it was an old shopping cart.
2: I, I understand that if she didn't have anywhere to go, this would be better. But she was living in a perfectly fine apartment with her yeah. parents. So it's not like that was...
1: Yeah. Yeah, that small apartment What uh, that she was living with, with their mom wasn't too, mu- wasn't too much better, but it was but better. It, was better. Yeah.
2: it wasn't an abandoned building with a guy from the army living in the basement. And no one else living there because it was caught on fire. That's not <laughs> like, that's crazy.
1: That's crazy.
0: No, nah, that is, I wouldn't have died. I, no. Yeah, no. I'd have found Even if, like I said, if you just worked the gig for a little while and built up, up some a little bread bit of money. Yeah. yeah. Not just eat meat, but yeah, I don't know. No. He was he
2: was a piece of work. I couldn't with him this whole movie.
0: Oh, we we're not done with Ramo yet. Um, your boys, uh, I keep calling him Fake Simon. His name was Monty. <laughs> actually, does show up the cool Hercs, uh, the burning spear and sees your boy and actually does offer him a job. Cause he's even telling Cool Herc, he's like, hey man, you no, know, I ain't stealing your man. I'm just you know getting him a little something extra he can do, which means I'm stealing your man. But so he's hype. He finally the whole movie he's been trying to get on. He got on with Cool Herc, which is cool, but now he got on with the Roxy, which do is big next time. weekend? Yeah, there you go. what you got going on next Oh, that's what Cool Herc said that earlier. That's right. He's like, You doing anything next weekend? He's like, I don't think so. He's like, Yeah, you are, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, he said I'm free. He's like, No, you ain't. That's what it was. Can we comment
2: yeah. on Monty like talking business with him and him sipping <laughs> on this? <laughs> Straw out of this drink the whole time, like he is a completely incompetent human being. Like I just don't understand what what is wrong with him. There's something wrong
0: with. I him. Always, always took that as he's letting old boy talk for him, so he's just kind of like just like watching and shit. But yeah, it is weird.
2: It's so weird. It's so awkward. And, and like, boring. take the straw out of your mouth and act like a grown up.
0: Yeah. Cause his boys to be talking all business for him, but his boy's not the greatest at it either. Cause your boy even points that out. He's like, he's like, is this your manager? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, you'll figure a way out anyway, or yeah. some shit like that. Like, so, but yeah, I didn't catch that. He just sipping, and he's got like the goofy look on his face all the mm-hmm. time too, while he's sipping on that little straw. So, but he's good though. As this is going on, Lee and his crew are down there in the subways, and this is the scene I was talking about before that Anita pointed out, where she was like, oh my god, they're really about to just like dance battle in the subways. Yes, 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 we are, are, folks. Right. Yes. Yes, we are. I was gonna say I was gonna tell this story now because I remember my dad when we watched this back in the day. with Because my dad was a break dancer, <laughs> and uh, one of the one of these stories that me and Cameron love to harass him about is that he told us a story about because, well, like you said, break if you run into a rival crew, they don't give a fuck where they at. Break out the cardboard, motherfucker, unless you're in a subway when you just use the regular <laughs> floor. My dad, <laughs> they were at they were at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> At a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not fucking with you. He told me they ran into a rival crew.
1: Oh, my
2: God. And they
0: broke that shit down at Chuck's.
1: Oh, my God. So this Dude, shit is real. Is so happy, the happiest place for
0: a kid at the time. Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese they're like, oh, shit. I used to be so scared of the guy Ooh. in the Chuck E. costume. I used to oh,
2: scream. That.
0: Oh, not the animatronics. Not the, the animatronics. The, the guy in the suit. Oh, that's weird. usually the opposite. <laughs>
1: I have a story where I got stuck in the tunnels in Chuck E. Cheese. Let's hear it. Oh no. <laughs> and it um, I I uh, got confused of which way I was supposed to go. I I started panicking and I think in my panic I just threw up inside the tunnel. Oh shit. Uh... I don't
0: remember that. I must not have been there. But uh, where was we? Oh yeah, we was talking about the break, but oh yeah, it's like I said, they just it's just on site. Oh. We just start breaking. Oh, I'm telling. I was all telling you know, like I have real stories dad has told me about how this is real.
2: I didn't like this scene as much because the battle seemed very choreographed. The one the two that we've had, the one in the abandoned building and then the one at the Roxy, at the Roxy were
0: like this is weaker compared to.
2: Yeah, Roxy. it wasn't as good. It's
0: not long either because you know it has to happen at some point, folks. <laughs> it's a movie with black folks. You know the fucking cops is going to come annoy us sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And here's where they finally show their motherfucking faces. The cops come and they arrest Lee and a bunch of them. I don't think they get everybody, but they arrest a lot of them. Cause uh, Lee's, Lee's ma- trying to
3: get his jacket. Yeah, he's like, "Get my jacket, bro."
0: Which I, like, I left that damn jacket there. What well, the thing no. is, he mentions it earlier in the movie. He was all hyped about it because he's like, "Yo, Rainbow made us these new jackets, bro." Oh, I didn't catch on. TV. Yeah, and he's like, "Yo, they're reversible." So he's like, "He ain't leaving it. The- he just yeah. got that jacket from Rainbow." And that's probably he gonna really be happy when back for it in a fucking. Couple well, what
2: the things. heck are they even gonna charge him for? For
0: people perform in subways
2: all the time. That is disturbing
0: not... the peace. Uh,
2: okay, that's, yeah, that's what they call
0: it. D W B dancing while black.
2: If I went to pick up my kid from the police station for break dancing in the subway, I would be cursing those cops out so bad. I Tell mean, me you about what happened. Leave happens. my kid. Al- oh well, she it's, does. Yeah, it's, it's about to happen. Like, she's like, my kid could be running the street doing. Dealing drugs or being in a gang and you're freaking putting him in the cell for dancing. Like, if you don't get on my face.
0: Yeah, because he says, he's like, if I was you, I'd nip that attitude in the bud before it gets worse. And then that's when she says what you said. Mind your
2: business, first off, and find something better to do. There are criminals out there
0: exactly right They're probably out there stabbing niggas right now while you out here arresting break dancers absolutely ridiculous <laughs> so they had to throw that bit of social commentary in there for that ass because people was really actually getting arrested for break it was just like you said stupid while that's going on your boy kenny meets up with tracy and him again and like she offers, she's like hey and you heard in the video clip i played too i forgot she's like hey come by the studio you know we'll let you play around with our equipment you know you ain't got a lot here but we got more he's like All right, bet So he's in there playing with the synthesizer, but then he ends up actually like I guess he blew out the fucking hard drive, or he blew out the disc, or something happened because he he sees again. This is the same dude that he saw hugging her earlier, and he's out there playing with her on the piano, and he like put, I forget what he he puts like a hand on her shoulder, or he gets
2: watching them work together, and he gets yeah salty. Play your anthem.
0: I was about to say almost he put he did what now?
2: (laughs)
1: Salty
0: again. I feel like he almost intentionally turned it off
1: just so he could come over and respond.
0: I don't know, because he did look confused when they started going ape shit. That's why I was like, I, he just I thought he just got mad to start pushing buttons and fry the damn computer.
2: Then what did he like oh, offer oh. his help and then he was like, oh I need your help?
0: Yeah, your he did. That, that too, yeah.
2: That's great. He's
0: like, oh, he's like, oh, you blew off the disc. I can go ahead and set it back up for you. He's like, nah, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm out. He's like, oh, I thought you wanted to use the motherfucking equipment, <laughs> nigga. What what's up? Bitch.
1: Dang. He's, like, he's like, I got enough. I got enough for uh, to get past this audition.
0: Yeah. I'm out. Because Trace even comes in there like, nigga, what, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I don't need your little handouts. I got my own. Fuck you, man. <laughs> he ain't say that, but he said a lot of bullshit, basically. And so he, you,
1: uh, he pointed out, you and, you and Buddy are very chummy, ain't you?
0: Oh, he does call that out. He's like, She's like, what? That's motherfucking, like, whatever his name is, a co-worker. Like, there ain't nothing there. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on and get your old man dick. <laughs> out, baby. Mm-hmm. Salty. Yes call that nigga Morton just about to say that Morton over here Morton's (laughs) all day get your umbrella (laughs) biatch he leaves and like I said then Lee got released from jail and all who do
1: you think was salty him or Ron
0: oh uh, oh he's one from Harry Potter
1: yeah oh my gosh Uh,
0: I will I will I'll throw Anita a bone I will say Kenny because Ron nah
2: I would say Ron was salty. Really?
0: Yeah. I don't know because it seemed like almost every scene we talk about with Kenny, Ron wasn't always salty. This nigga, he was, like he was it was just the salty. one movie. No. That's what I'm saying. This dude, the whole movie, damn near feels salty the whole time. <laughs>
2: oh no, Ron was salty during um, Goblet of Fire too. That's
0: right, I do. He was remember salty that.
2: during Goblet of Fire, and he was salty during Part One.
0: Well, maybe it had to be Ron since he had multiple movies of being salty. Then <laughs> Kenny just had one whole movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like Ron was his own damn worst enemy, not knowing how to talk to people.
0: It's similar to here. Yeah, same thing. I'm like, this motherfucker is Ron. Ron is Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> this came first. I forgot, but yeah. Yeah. It's true. JK was watching B Street. Ain't that a motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I wouldn't be surprised I would yeah. I would
0: yeah I would, <laughs> yeah. I would be very surprised oh we get to talk about Ram- or I need to get to talk about Ramo again because Ramo is, is talking to Kenny I guess trying to console him and everything and I I admittedly did laugh at this line because it's like one of them hypocritical type things but he's like man women always trying to change you you can't let them change you in this whole movie he's been talking about oh, I don't need I'm gonna just do my graffiti art. I ain't gonna do this I ain't gonna do that this motherfucker just ain't got a job we got but a whole crib a built up.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't call it
1: hypocritical. I would call. It,
0: I wouldn't call it hypocritical. What'd you call? He it? sounds he, he,
1: stupid. Isn't Carmen, isn't Carmen trying to change you? He's like, no. Who told you that? Yeah,
0: that's right. Yes, yeah, right. And he did get mad when he even mentioned that because he even called it out. Like, damn, damn, don't Carmen got you doing this, this, and that. He's like, what? No.
2: I don't know. She hasn't. There are things that he should be doing. To me, she doesn't have him
0: doing that. His dad has him doing it. His that's dad really. hasn't. <laughs> that's really yeah. who got him doing it. But after that goes on, Tracy, you finally get to see Tracy's show, and I would have to describe it as like, uh, like, uh, Afrocentric dance. This is, you could tell, this is where you know, okay, Harry Belafonte had a part in this shit. This is some Harry Belafonte, like, type performance right here.
2: I would definitely want to go see this show.
1: Like, it looks
0: really
2: the good. The Wicked Witch
1: scene from The Wiz.
2: It gave me Lion King vibes, which was there you to go. See a little bit too.
0: That's a good one right there, the Lion King vibes, because you even had the mans out there. So they all had, like, on the, like, the, what do you call, like, the, I don't know what that shit is called, like the loincloth type mm-hmm. things and all that type of shit. And they got the African drums and they bring down like the little monuments from the ceiling and all that. Like it looked like a well-produced show, like mm-hmm. legitimately. And she's out there comp- conducting and composing, doing her thing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, on the other side of town, Rainbow and Kenny are out in the subway.
2: Are actually
0: breaking the law. This time, yeah. If the police got you for this one, it's kind of hard to help you out on this one a little bit. That's
1: what I. Th- that's what I thought was gonna happen. Kenny was gonna get caught, or or they were both gonna get caught, and he was gonna he was all about to miss that New Year's Eve show. I,
0: I don't remember what the fuck. It's been too long since I've seen this movie, but I knew this was. I knew that the thing that would happen is that they would find that white train. They've caught out this white train the whole fucking movie. They seen a train going by that's not been untouched. It's clean. It's white. Perfect for the motherfucking burning. And I don't mean shooting. I mean fucking spray painting. <laughs> oh yeah. So they start tagging. And I think this is where Anita was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so you're about to be down here for a while, folks. This is so stupid. Why? What's up? I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't. Now, that, no, all this means is that y'all going to watch Wild Style now. Because Wild Style is a movie about the graffiti artists. Mm. And it's starring graffiti artists.
2: So if you're vandalizing someone else's property. Like, that's so annoying <laughs> I don't I'm sorry that's like equivalent to people who break in your home and like take your stuff like you're vandling someone else's property
0: S- graffiti art is just as bad as break-ins
2: yes I
0: don't know about I, don't I don't know don't I think I I'd know. rather have somebody graffiti my shit than break in the house
2: yeah and then you're the one that has to pay to get it covered someone graffitis the side of your house
0: but see a lot of times the train companies just say fucking elite. There's still trains that go through New York still with graffiti all over the side from the eighties. Yeah.
2: It's ridiculous that's so
1: and, it, and some of the some of the graffiti artists are actually just trying to tell a story. most I'm of not the time. opposed
2: to you telling a story. Tell a story, just not on someone else's property. I'm sorry. I know I sound like a grumpy old person, but like I mean, and there are plenty of there are plenty of people who commission graffiti artists to do things on the side of a building. Oh, but yeah. they commission them to do that and pay them for their work, not Vandalize someone else's property.
0: Well, you could take solace in the fact that I don't think it's big like it used to be anymore, <laughs> or at least you know? I don't think I don't see or hear anybody talk about it anymore. Unless, like you said, somebody's like, "Hey man, we're doing graffiti." Yeah, or you to go to L.A. Good.
2: and people
1: have like art pieces of Kobe mm-hmm. and all this other stuff.
0: But like, I don't think it's dudes out in the subways it's, like it used to be in eighties. It's 80s.
1: more. It's it's probably less of a New York thing like it used to be, but it was yeah. a New
0: York thing for a while. I'm sure there's people that still do it, but I don't think it's like nowhere near as big to do as yeah, it was. Yeah, it's not, kind of not as bad. Spray as paint as probably costs too fucking much too nowadays, I'm sure. can they be it having does. it locked up?
1: Like that's, it's, that's why they have it locked up. <laughs> it's like $9, $10 a can now, so, and, and, yeah, no. and you got to get ID'd for it. And you know how much of that shit you got to buy? Like That was a lot of spray paint.
0: And Because that's a whole fucking tray side. Yeah. <laughs> Like That's a lot of paint. Yeah, You really got to be into it to do that shit. That's one of the four elements of hip-hop I never got into. Because one, I can't draw for shit. So I'm not going to waste time drawing fucking graffiti art. But like like I said, B-boying, MCing, DJing, graffiti, like the four elements of the hip-hop culture. That's the one I appreciated, but I ain't doing it. I tried breakdancing and I broke my back. Spite know. Spite was dead. Was spy. That shit hurt. And I never did it again. Like <laughs> DJing was the one I gravitated to because I got I got bars, but I ain't got a lot of bars. I got I got podcast bars Can't mm-hmm. make an album with that Bars You shouldn't I could probably make an album now Anybody can fucking make an album now I could probably make an album Make some hits mm-hmm. But I leave that to Trey he's And PJ And all them motherfuckers Like I'm good <laughs> I, I just I would be the DJ And make some motherfucking Playlists and scratches For you or something But yeah, oh, yeah. They tagging the train But They, they just spent hours Because Kenny is like Yawning like he been out there All night And they got like It had to be like Ten fucking spray paint cans On the ground Now that's I will agree with Anita on is annoying. It's like, y'all graffiti the shit, and y'all just left the cans on the ground. That oh, would, that yeah, would part with me. I mean, maybe that's the custodian in me now talking. <laughs> but that would piss me off. At least throw them bitches in the trash can. And it's a bunch of metal around here that's like electrified and shit. Like, you just going to mm-hmm. fuck up our shit now. But um, For real? they go, because he's like, "Kidney's like, all right, man, let's roll. And he's like, nah, man, we got to do the other side now. He's like, what? So they get to work on the other side of the train, and then in the background, you hear the little cluck, 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 that's my spray paint can noise, folks. And they're like, he's like, what was that? And then they hear, tsss. they go around to the other side and motherfucking spit is tagging over the shit they just did, which I was saying is a, that's a bold motherfucker. Cause they are obviously on. What? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect maybe he that. thought
2: if he was spraying at the same time that they wouldn't hear him. I, maybe. So he thought that's
3: it,
1: what he I thought, thought he was doing. And, uh, just go right
0: behind him. Yeah. That's it's still wild that you going to spray. That, mug, that shit is still wet and he's spraying over it while they right there. Cause they could have easily just hit that corner and be like, out. But that ain't what they do because they ain't got choppers. So Rainbow sees him and spit. And they start running down the subway and Kenny's trying to catch up with him. But Kenny like tripping and falling like it's a horror movie and shit. Mm -hmm. He finally does catch spit because he tries to jump up onto the platform and he's like, nope, pulls him back down. But in the meantime, like in the fucking scuffle, your boy spit is spraying spray paint right in his fucking face, right in his eyes probably. And he's like, ah, and he's like, holds on to him the whole time. But then they trip and fall and they hit that motherfucking third rail, Chris.
1: Shit, I would have let go of him when he started spraying spray, spray paint in my eyes.
0: Most people would. <laughs> I ain't, fuck that. That's the thing I was telling Anita, too, when they were spray painting. They spray painted the whole side of that train. And normally, a lot of graffiti artists had those little masks that they would put on. Like, you just imagine all that shit they just breathed in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
1: was coughing <laughs> at the end when they got done.
0: Yeah, because that shit is all that. Nah, man, I can't do it. But yeah, they fought, hit that third rail, your boy twitching and shit. Extra crispy, Ramon. Him and Spit, both dead <laughs> as fuck. Would you order original recipe or extra crispy? Yeah. Got a two-piece, baby. <laughs> no biscuit. No biscuit this time because Kenny didn't hit the rail with him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't drop the biscuits.
1: <laughs> we <are> horrible people.
0: <laughs> I don't care.
2: Which he should have had the forethought that I have a family at home. I should probably not even be doing I'm, this I'm, that could I'm. get me arrested let alone fighting this man in a very public subway where people are yelling, call the cops. And yep. I also could have got arrested for assault. And so, you
0: ain't getting out of jail as easy as Lee. No. Because <laughs> you're also grown, too. Lee was a kid. But mm-hmm. but yeah, nah, ra- dead as fuck. Ramo Rainbow is Rainbow's gone. Ramo's dead. Raymo's dead. <laughs> so, of course, everybody's heartbroken about it. Because, you know, Lee is like having to be consoled by his mom. And he's crying. And Kenny's feeling dead down. Dead. he's feeling down and what's up
4: Ramon Ramon!
0: dead so now and this is where I couldn't wait to see Anita's reaction to this end like I said because the whole thing is he's like I got the job at the Roxy what do you want to do I want to throw a celebration for Ramon a celebration (sighs) of life and I was like I can't wait that she hates this character and the whole end of this movie is going to be showing love to this character (laughs) love it and they do it they basically like that's the whole end of the movie they have the show at the roxy there's they set it up with all the big screens all behind because it starts out because they're they're uh, playing beat street by Melly mel and the furious five but there's like a first verse that's added on where it's Melly mel rapping but kenny is basically lip-syncing to it and he's you know shouting out showing love to ramon and all that and in the background there's pictures of ramon and pictures of his graffiti art and everything going on and everybody in the club you know clapping along to the beat and all that shit and Anita looks very unimpressed
2: I don't even think I watched most of it I was annoyed I was like first off don't ruin my New Year's Eve with your little funeral celebration of life thing like if I'm coming to the Roxy to club I want to come in club and dance and listen to the stuff that I not listen to some man that I don't even know (laughs) like i'm sorry he lost his life but the fact that i know how he lost his life i'm annoyed like
0: and you knew the character and didn't like
2: no let me enjoy my drink and back this thing up
0: back that (laughs) thing up
1: i don't care i don't care about this extra crispy motherfucker
0: that's right (laughs) well like i said she ain't like this motherfucker she ain't like you from the first scene they showed him in pretty much like (laughs) so i couldn't wait for her to see this ending but yeah, you, like I said, you got Melly. Well, actually, let me skip ahead a little bit so you can hear what we, what we got going on. It t- this song takes a long time. To stay. There you go.
3: I a place to live where the swirl and the boys and girls can grow in peace and harmony and where murals stand on walls so grand as far as the Able to see, I, I never knew art to look saw your face, and there'll never be one <laughs> to take your place. Cuz each and every time you touch a spray paint can, Michael Legend, low soul controls your hands. Then, serenades of blue and red. Hey,
0: there you go, y'all like that? I love that. I legitimately love that song. I like that song. It, but if they really wanted to get the party going, this is what they really should have played, bro. I mean, this is what you should have played
2: better. Now, this is what I want to dance to on New Year's Eve.
3: It's like a jungle sometimes.
0: It makes me wonder how I keep from going under.
3: Broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage. You know they just don't care. Can't take the smell. Can't take the noise. Got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice.
0: (laughs) I love that song, man. Skip ahead a little bit, shall we? There we go. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under.
3: Broken glass everywhere. You like that song? I like the song. Yeah. Alright. We got okay. Broken glass everywhere. People pissing <laughs> on the street, you know, they just don't care. I can't take smell, can't take the noise, got no money to move on. I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back, junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. <laughs> I try to get away, but I can't <laughs> Cause a man with the town possessed this. my car. Don't push me, cause yeah. I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes.
0: There you go, but yeah, but they don't do that song. They do B Street instead, which is like I said, a real song they made for the movie. And so they do that with Melly Mel, and then they actually have a church choir come out and start singing. And that dude is going ape shit out there. I told him you'll get this reference better because I know she does song, She doesn't like coming to America, but. The dude that is singing the song, don't he just look? Don't he look just like Arsenio Hall dressed up as a church dude? I forgot about that, but he does. <laughs> I was like, he looks just like Arsenio. Oh, he does, and he out there going like he's out there like going crazy, like he's sweating, jumping around, singing and everything. That's and the the, Holy Spirit in him. That's right. <laughs> and they bring out the break dancers and to show the unity and everybody. The buck motherfucking crews that have been beefing the whole movie are finally together on stage at the same time, and everybody's all dancing their little hearts out. And that's the end of Beach Streets. Finally, finally. <laughs> so, we probably ain't going to play no ads because I play a lot of music. I don't care. But I will play a promo. So, we're going to do that. And don't go nowhere. Do that we'll be there.
3: Do, do that shit. shit. Do that shit. Do, do it. it. Chris. Do that shit. Chris,
0: Chris do know that what's shit. up.
3: Do it.
1: <laughs> There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me?
0: For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcasts with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicholas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learn from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous
1: boobies. Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learn from movies.
0: See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at EILF Movies. That's everything I learn from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon.
3: Free on all the major podcatchers.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot they played this in this movie, too. This is me and PJ's joint right here. Yo, back in high school, if you wanted to see PJ, like, get hype as fuck.
3: Oh, we me play this beat. Universal people
0: I would legit play this on my last time, PJ be in the hallway of school, dancing all hard as shit. <laughs> That's why everybody thought we was weird. Ah, let's go on and get her out of the way now, baby. You know
2: see if
0: P answers. Here. Oh, see if PJ answers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I got me trying calling through Instagram. That's the best way to get hold of him. Let's see. Let's see. All right. As a
2: very involved dad, I want
0: to see what he thinks. I gotta see if he even remembers a lot of this. But it's been probably a minute since we watched it. We'll try him again later. Yeah rc maybe he'll see it and call back. all right so anita let's get it let's go on and get the low score out of the way first
2: yeah that's gonna i would now like to amend my score for mobsters because i think that was the lowest thing of score i've given anything and,
3: and i would like to give it
2: a five because i didn't know that i could watch movies worse than what i've currently watched
1: so oh you haven't watched that Bigfoot movie have you that one we watched Harry and Hendersons
0: oh she wasn't there for that that's, that's oh. before I got here yeah honestly well, listen to got, the episode I that movie
1: still didn't sound this bad
0: <laughs> um I ain't I ain't made her watch no real bad movies
2: the acting was not good at all the best part of this movie was the hip hop which I guess if that is the goal of the movie then achieved mm-hmm. But it didn't cover a majority of the movie. So there was a lot of parts where I was just like, this plot, these characters, these relationships, the interpersonal relationships were just not giving it to me. And you know I love to connect with a character. <laughs> like there has to be someone that I care about. And there was no one that I cared about. And this didn't care about Lee? No. He was fine. He was cute. Oops, sorry. He was a cute kid. He was adorable. Loved his breakdancing. dancing was great. The Tracy girl was very pretty. Yes. I liked the Christmas. Christmas rap. rap
0: Treacherous three, baby.
2: There was another scene that. Oh, I like the mom's little rap with the eggs.
0: Eat your eggs before I break your leg. And those are my three stars. Three. All right, Christopher, what you got for me?
1: All right. (laughs) So let's break this down. Let's break so, it. So um the soundtrack itself good is great. It's good. Yes. It's great. It's but enough to bump it up to a four for me. But then yes. the other two scenes I got. Um that scene with the um the one you mentioned, the uh Which one? The Christmas rap? The Christmas rap oh, okay. It, it gives it a five and then
0: Okay.
1: How Ramon got fucked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like seeing Ramon die.
1: He got fucked up. That's enough to get it a six.
0: that's final answer?
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be final answer. Okay. This is something I I wouldn't mind just letting play in the background just for the the soundtrack. Other than that, it just felt like nothing to me. Like, Kenny was branded shit, and uh, everything else just felt like it was just there.
0: I'm trying to look. The
1: soundtrack was what gave gave it
0: the most. I was trying to look and see, because I know you watched Crush Groove with me, didn't you? Or was that me and PJ? That might have been you and PJ. Oh, I thought that you might have been there for that one. I can't remember how far back that was. Okay. Oh, okay. Can't break two camera. Oh, crut cru- oh, camera was there for crush groove. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Because of, of the hip hop movies we've done, we've done breaking, we've done breaking two, we did crush groove. Of the old school hip hop movies, I mean we did rapping. Oh, rapping. You saw that one. Do you did you like rapping better than this? I don't remember your score. I don't
2: remember did I score rapping?
0: You did because you watched it with me. That's when we did with Joey and Marquellis.
2: I, I didn't I wasn't on the episode though.
0: Uh it was, uh, you, you spoke every now You had a few moments.
2: No, you I gave, didn't. I oh, didn't. I wasn't on the episode,
0: babe. You, you gave it a five. You had to give I me gave a gave it a score at five? some point. I gave rapping a seven. Joey gave it an eight. Marquelis gave it a one, and you gave it a five.
2: Yeah, okay. No, I crazy, think I kind of remember liking rapping more.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> the, the damn canon group once again, folks. Now, I was thinking about it, Chris, because I was, of all those movies we've done, Breaking, the original Breaking, and this are usually, and Crush Groove are like the three big ones of all those. But I will admit that of those three, this is probably my least favorite. You know, I really like all of them. Mm-hmm. I think if I, she ain't ever seen it, and we already covered it on the podcast, so maybe that'd just be one she can report back on later. But if I ever get her to watch Breaking, I think she'll like Breaking way more. Okay. and it's in California so she got her California aesthetic going too it's not all cold dark and snowy like B Street is mm. and Breaking is a lot goofier like mm. Breaking has the motherfuckers break dancing on the roof of their apartment or I'm not sorry not the roof the ceiling of their apartment like their Lionel Richie and shit like it's, and that's the one where Turbo was dancing with the broom It's I gotta show her I gotta get you to watch Breaking now there's a part where they wanted to do this dance with a broom and he's doing this, like this shit and it's supposed to be hovering like he's magical but you can see the obvious string going down his hand. Oh, it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, Dave Chappelle show did a parody of it. That's right. Dave Chappelle did make fun of it, too. Somebody in their music video redid it, too. Was it Genuine or Omarion? Somebody took that scene and redid it in one of their videos. I can't remember. Feels like an Omarion move. Probably. But, yeah, nice. Nah, it's, it's a good one. It's not one of my favorites, though. I love the hit.
1: I, think I might remember. Was it, it wasn't Chris Brown and T-Pain Kiss Kids, was it?
0: I don't remember. Honestly, this is a in camera question. Cameron will be... Hold on. I got called. I don't know why I can't. I can just call this motherfucker. I just talked to him earlier. He might answer. Might be able to get score from him too. He's seen this movie with me enough times. Oh, the one time he not going to answer.
3: Nope. Oh, been uh, uh,
0: nobody fucking with us today apparently but yeah if he calls back before the show ends he'll be able to get you that answer Chris because I have no fucking idea he told me about it I didn't even know about it but yeah with Beat Street though like I said the hip hop is where it's at this is my shit all day like I love this stuff when I was a kid I would watch this constantly me and Cameron were just talking about it because I told him we was doing Beat Street and he's like didn't you steal that DVD from me I was like I sure did folks dad, <laughs> dad had bought Beat Street and Crush Groove on DVD from Circus City and he gave them to Cameron. And Cameron was even like, I don't know why he gave me that shit. He's like, that's your that's your thing. I don't know why he gave me those. I was like, maybe you're trying to get you into it too. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, he's like, I just knew one day I was like, man, Britt won't steal these from me one day. And he's like, I came home in my bedroom and looked in there and them shits was gone. I went to your room and they was in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> yeah. do it. He you knew know, it. You don't know what to do with them youngin'. Run them shits, play boy. I still <laughs> got them. <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, I love this movie, man. It's not, like I said, I'm not going, I'm surprised, folks. I'm not going to give it a 10 like you probably thought I would. I'm. Mean, it's not a 10. I would. I'll even admit that. Thank you. It has its faults, but I'm still giving it an 8.
2: eight. I was like, an 8.
0: It's going to be an 8 because I still highly enjoy this movie. Like I said, it's just, it's history like a motherfucker. And it's a point proven to all you white folks out there that didn't believe hip hop was going to be more than a fad. $16.6 million at the box office, biatch. We made it. And after this, like I said, Crush Groove came after this, and all, lot, almost all the other big movies came out after this. And then mm-hmm. the hip hop just evolved and evolved from here. We got T V Raps after this. We got Rap City after this.
1: We got NWA c- telling them, fuck the police.
0: Now, all that came after Beat Street, and this movie has been referenced, of course, in rap lyrics and with music videos. and whatever. It's influential. It's not the first. It's not the best, but it's a damn good one that I enjoy plot weirdness and all the it, plot is not great i will say that the music is the best part like the plot gets in the way sometimes sometimes like oh, get, get, get back to fucking pop or shango and uh i'm gonna say papa shango get back to shango with africa bambada and soul sonic forces shit i want that show me more break dancing <laughs> Less of this like salty nigga anthem shit going on
1: mm-hmm
0: but that, salty exactly But that's how I feel. I give it an eight. I still enjoy it. And I looked on IMDb, and the last time I watched it, I also gave it an eight, apparently. So I'm going to stick with my gut and give it that eight once again, (laughs) folks. Consistency. Exactly. It ain't changed. It ain't got no better. It ain't got no worse, neither. I still enjoy it. Soundtrack is slamming, though. Go get that. And I agree with pretty much everybody here. The best scenes are the Roxy Dance battle and the Christmas rap. I love those scenes. And I love black folks, and that's why I tell you about black history every day from the urban intellectuals. Cause we black.
2: Happy Black History black. Month.
0: That's right. Oh my God. I'm gonna butcher this name. I apologize in advance. Today, on the Black History Flashcard, we have Bonifacio Penedo. It has they have no idea when he was born. They know he passed in 1954. In Bolivia, he's an Afro-Bolivian king. Pinedo was oh I, I always read the front and it's always the first thing on there so I end up saying it twice but it's alright though just in case you didn't hear me Pinedo was an Afro-Bolivian king who was one of uh, yeah who was part of one of the few traditional African monarchies his monarchy survived the Middle Passage and slavery during the end of his life he claimed to be the oldest member of his Afro-Bolivian community his descendants lived in Congo before the area was colonized by France and Belgium uh. them damn colonizers Pinedo, pinedo told others that the spanish brought his descendants to the new world as enslaved people and then he became the king after that so suck it and that was Bonifacio pinedo the king motherfuckers all hell the king chris yeah break down where they can find you at online
1: okay he can find me on x x at ChrisCross0018. Yes. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Chris Smith. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram and threads at CSmith0018.
0: Yes, sir.
3: Break it down. Beat Street, break
0: down. Anita is out there talking shit about Beat Street on the internet somewhere. I'm sorry, Dell, mm-hmm. bro. You know, it's I be sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to follow me and the show, you can follow it mainly on the X X or Slash Twitter. At... Capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase i cast, HVH podcast on Twitter. And we're also on Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. Facebook at Home Video Hustle. YouTube at Home Video Hustle. And we have that good old Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Home Video Hustle. You can get full video recordings of the podcast. They look and sound better now that we're using StreamYard. Everybody has been giving me good reviews about that. So we will continue to use them Chris sounds a lot clearer and crisper crisp oh that was actually pretty fucking crisp right there i'll give you that did you get it did you get it it was crisp did you get that it is pretty crisp 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 Yay. you can hear them peas popping them peas like it's a saturday night at the strip club baby
1: man,
0: <laughs> man. <laughs> um but yes I mean, you old enough to get in there, Chris. I mean, you can go. <laughs>
1: but if you do know. I feel like getting up and going? That's all.
0: That's, oh, now nah, that's that. That's the real questions, folks. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten is going to be no. But yeah. also on Patreon, you get bonus episodes, full video recordings of the show. I think the last, yeah, we did Blue Beetle. I actually released Blue Beetle on there. Blue Beetle and. I put up an HVH radio not too long ago over there on that Patreon page for free. Don't even got to pay for that. It's just on Patreon and it's on Spotify too. If you really want to go Spotify, yeah. I know a lot of people don't like Spotify, so I put it back on Patreon. And as I'm recording this, three HVH episode, HVH radio episodes are in the works. I got a Black right. History Month playlist going, or the Black History Month mixtape is what I'm gonna call it. Then I got one, I got the big Valentine's Day show coming up, and then I'm working on one that's all '80s, not just hip hop either. Genre wide, baby. Ooh. So that's the three I'm working on right now. And then Mario gave me an idea for the fourth one I'm going to work on. And I'm going to go ahead and do it. He was like, You should do like an autobiographical thing where it's like it's the mixtape, but it's like music that like basically spans like different parts of my life until now. And I was like, There's going to be a section in there, folks. Oh. Can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> Gangsta Nip is probably coming. But yes, and if you know who that is, you know <laughs> what the fuck that means. But yeah, that's also probably going to be worked on. But right now, I got the Black History Mixtape done. Just need to record it. And I started writing out the Valentine's Day one. And I got an idea. 80s one is going to be real easy. Don't even got to worry about that, folks. So HVH Radio will return soon. It ain't going to be no long gaps no more. Fuck that. I'm getting them out there. Next week on the podcast. Chris,
2: I have demanded that Brent give us... Two movie choices next month. He's trying to only give us one. And I think that's unfair if he gets to pick a whole month.
0: Who started this shit? (laughs) Who shows
2: up every week to help you? Who
0: started this shit?
2: Who shows up every week Mm -mm. to
0: help you? Mm -mm. Nope. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll think about it. Uh (laughs) But it ain't going to be this month. It's going to be next month. I do well, You know what? It can't be next week because I was thinking about it. And I, I even changed what I was going to do. Because I'm like, you know what? It ain't a Black History month, ep- or month or whatever if we don't get at least one Spike Lee. We got to get Spike in there. We got to do Spike. Okay. I just don't know which one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read two little quick IMDb plot descriptions for both of these movies. Now I'm going to tell you what the name of the movie is until you pick it. But I'm going to read them off. And whichever one sounds more interesting to y'all. See, I'm letting y'all pick this. See, I'm just narrowing it down a little bit. It says, uh, Financially Irresponsible Giants manages a jazz group, but his sax player, Shadow, wants to replace him with a better businessman bleak the band's trumpeteer then tries to defend his close pal giant leading to a power struggle between the two musicians meanwhile as bleak tries to strengthen things out with his bandmates and manager he must also choose to be with either sweet teacher indigo or sultry singer clark Ew. so that's one the second one oh, 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 let me find it the second movie a married black lawyer named flipper begins an affair with Angie, his white secretary. When the news is leaked through an acquaintance, Flipper's wife kicks him out of the house. Flipper decides to begin courting his mistress, only, only to be greeted by disapproval from friends, family, and even strangers. Their relationship continues to be strained in a society not ready to accept it, and people are hurt during its inception. Between those two synopses...
2: These two dramas? It, yeah. Very big dramas.
0: It's a lot of romance going on. I mean, it is Valentine's Day. It's probably coming out around Valentine's Day, too, so it works. But those are the two. Which one between the two y'all let y'all decide? Which one would y'all rather watch of those synopses? What
2: you thinking, Chris?
1: I'm thinking... Uh,
2: Lean forward a little bit really for right. me,
0: Chris. I can't barely hear you. thinking the first one might be a little bit more interesting. Beef and jazz musicians? I agree. That's the final answer? Yep. So next week on The Home Hustle, we'll be watching Mo' Better Blues.
1: I've heard so much about... <laughs>
0: i so much about Mo' Better Blues, it's
1: but
0: I just Denzel, never right? had to watch it. You, yeah. you last. This it, was the right choice. It was between, well, oh, no. I was going to say it's between Denzel and Wesley Snipes, but Wesley Snipes is in both of them. He's just not. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is just the main character because the other movie I was talking about was called Jungle Fever. Mm. I'm
2: excited.
0: I've never seen Jungle Fever, but I love Mo' Better Blues. So that's what we're going to get. Mo' Better Blues is the movie he did a year after Do the Right Thing. So we're actually... Going almost in order now, because we'll have done She's Gotta Have It on the podcast, Do the Right Thing, and now Mo' Better Blues. Mm -hmm. So that's what's coming up next. I
1: watched Do the Right Thing because it was on the podcast.
0: There it is. See? Mo' Better Blues is from 1990. It is two hours and ten minutes long. Next up, come back for that. You know it ain't fucking Black History Month Marathon if we don't got Spike in there at least once. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure he's been in damn near almost all of them at least once. Yep. And we already did Bamboozle. I would love to show y'all Bamboozle, but we already did it. You had to watch that one on your own. So on that note, I just got one thing left to tell everybody. I'm Brent. Chris. Peter. Let's get it. DJs, DJs, DJs. Break
3: down. Beast you back
0: down.
4: Rock. Rock.
0: Have a good rest of uh, your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever the fuck day you're listening to this on. Mo better blues. Where is it streaming at for Chris? Cause I own it, so I mean, I ain't got worried about that shit. I mean, let me see, Chris. Let's see, make sure you ain't got to like pay for it or nothing. Hopefully, I didn't think about that beforehand. Oh shit, it's not streaming. All right, um, <laughs> I'll figure something out for you. That's yes, it's gonna be fun. Maybe I'll. I mean, maybe I'll uh, let you borrow it. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but yeah Mo Better Blues how do y'all feel about Beach Street whose side are you on we actually have one of each we had neither that didn't like it Chris is in the middle and I like it so it actually is pretty fucking crazy this week you got all one of each
4: mm-hmm.
0: I needed Chris or I need I need a Cameron or PJ here on my side but I, neither one of the Boom. can't get no help out here it's all right, though. Don't worry about it. Dale, you're on my side, right? You want to... Dale has been wanting us to do this movie for a, since, like, probably 2018. Right? It's been a while. He just never picked it out the damn bag, Dale. It wasn't my fault. I put it in the bag multiple times. Just put it in the bag. <laughs> That's right. Oh, More Better Blues, though, is coming up, and I can't wait, because it's actually been a while since I've seen it. I think I actually have a review for it on Letterboxd, so I think it's been recent that I did that. So we'll see if my opinion changes. We'll see what they think about it. And until next time, peace. Pew, pew. There it is. Ain't heard that in a while. Right.